Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a weekly gaming podcast by gamers and for gamers. Retro games, news, reviews, and generally bad opinions brought to you by your hosts, Caden, Austin, and Kat. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. This is episode 120. I'm your host, Caden. With me this week is the moose lover herself, Kat. Kat, how are you doing? I'm good, but why did you have to put it like that? You just, you're a fan, you're a fan of moose. I thought, I thought Canadians mm. were a fan of moose. I mean, we are, but you made it sound weird. Oh, it's not that weird. It's Stop it. Weird. Stop it. Weird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, how have you been doing this week, Kat? Oh, not bad. I have my mom in town. That's always fun. Yeah. 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 Nice to see her every once in a while. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. How's your week been? Uh, busy. A lot of, a lot of school. Fun. Yeah, it's it's mainly been school, I'll be honest with you. Uh so you know, without your mom being in town, uh, you know, what have you had the chance to play and whatnot? Uh I really haven't had a lot of chance to play anything except for the game that we are uh reviewing. Actually, that's not true. I totally played uh Mario Odyssey. <laughs> yeah. <with the> kids. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yeah, but that was fun. What about you? So I played a tiny bit of Vermintide 2 with some friends. What is that? Um, so it's a Warhammer Vermintide 2. It's uh, almost like a, a it's first person hack and slash. If you ever played uh, Killing Floor, uh, kind of similar gameplay to that where you're fighting off swarms of enemies. Um, we'll eventually get to a boss fight. Um, and it's actually a lot of fun. Uh, I was having a really fun time and of course my friends and I, so we'll just kind of mess around and do some really weird stuff that you know, it's just kind of us goofing around. Um, but then, of course, you know, I played the game that we're reviewing this week. Sounds fun. Yeah. Hasn't been too bad. Uh, before we do continue, uh, I do want to go ahead and pimp out uh, Satis uh, over on the Creative Brain King Network. Uh, this week, they, should, they will be going over Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, so I'm sure that the episode will probably be filled with Rob obsessing over time travel and James calling him a doorknob. In fact, Kat, I think you're on this episode, aren't you? I am. And oddly enough, yeah, no, Rob didn't obsess over time travel that much. Spoilers! It comes out the day before this is released. (laughs) So not really. Okay, well, you're spoiling it for me. Okay. Sorry. Oops. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Oh, goodness. Well, did you at least bring any news, you filthy (laughs) spoiler? Funny that you say that. Um, Well, yeah, I did. So you ready to spoil, ready for me to spoil something for you? Sure, go for it. Uh, CD Projekt Red has confirmed that after they are finished with Cyberpunk 2077, they plan to work on the new Witcher game. <gasps> no way! Yeah way! Nice. So, uh, Cyberpunk 27, uh, 2077 is set to release on November 19th of this year, if it actually releases on November 19th of this year. 
then the company plans to work on the online multiplayer version for Cyberpunk 2077, which is set to release by 2022. So we won't actually be seeing the new Witcher game anytime soon, but still, it's news. It's good. Uh, I mean, just quickly skimming through the article, it does look like um, they, they do plan on working full swing on the Witcher game once, you know, I think, I'm assuming this is the original Cyberpunk 2077, not the little multiplayer expansion they're doing. Um, well, they're they're finishing the the, the main game, and then they're going to work on the online multiplayer part, and then. Okay, the so they're doing the Witcher game after they've completely finished uh, Cyberpunk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes uh, sense. But the uh, president of CD Projekt Group didn't give any clues on what to expect with the new Witcher game, but sadly, it won't star uh, Geralt, as his story was concluded. In The Witcher 3. Well, right. Uh, We're just hoping that there's a prequel so we can still play as Geralt. I I don't know. I'm not a fan of games doing prequels because half the time they don't work. There's always something that's retcon. There's always something to get wrong. And it's... I I think I'd kind of like to see kind of a continuation of what happened after um, the... uh, Oh, the Great Frost. Uh, the uh, after the Wild Hunt uh, was you know beaten back, um, and then after Geralt you know basically retired. Um, Whoa! What talk about spoiler? <laughs> I've finished the game. Oh, the, the game's been out for what four years, five years? I just started playing it when we reviewed the game, and uh, I take my sweet time. Okay, well. I think there may be an ending where you don't retire. Uh-huh. But I think that's technically the bad ending. Uh-huh. Nice save. <laughs> oh, there's there's much more you could be spoiling about that game than just that one part of the ending. Also, it said that his story was concluded. What you expect in, you know, after reading this, technically this article spoiled it for you first. I didn't know that he retired. Especially considering in the show, which I have watched like <laughs> three or four times. It says that they only retire when they're dead. So the game, the Witcher games are based off of the world, but they are completely separate canon wise from uh, the the books, uh, the show, the, the Witcher TV series, which, by the way, if you haven't seen, you should definitely check out. Yes. Um, it's fantastic. And Henry Cavill is amazing at playing Geralt. Hot. <laughs> but um. So the the show follows the books more closely than the games do. Um, but the the games have I I want to say the you know when The Witcher three came out they made it clear that this is not any sort of adaptation of the book. Um, and the actual author uh, I believe uh, has even stated that the games are not considered canon. Way to take all the fun out of it. <laughs> so I'm excited they're working on Witcher game. I'm curious to see kind of where they go with the storyline. I'd be down to see kind of like a. Uh, you know, I'll, I don't know. Um, you you show up at not necessarily the school of the wolf, but you take a, a witcher in training uh, at one of the other schools, and um, you know you go and you, you complete your training, and then story unfolds. Um, or maybe that you can kind of choose, you know, what sort of build you want to run with, and based on that, it kind of depends on your, you know, where which school you start with. Uh, so I think I think that'd be kind of cool. Meh. Less fun without him. 
<laughs> He's a good character, but yeah, he is. his time has ended. No. Now you'll get to play Siri. I'd be down for that. You can play with Siri in The Witcher 3. Yeah, but maybe we'll keep following her. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, do you have anything else? You do, Caden, you do. Do you sing? Uh, no. <laughs> That's a very hard no. Well, uh, so there's apparently this thing called Twitch Sings, which is a live stream karaoke platform on Twitch. I've heard uh, of it. And Twitch has announced that they are uh, ending it. Sadly. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Whatever that's will we huge, do? You're the disappointment in your voice. Oh no. <laughs> oh, that's 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 mock disappointment. That's a I don't care. Um, I heard about this like once and then stopped caring about it almost immediately after I heard it. Weird. It sounded so sincere. Hmm. Uh yeah. So, anyways, uh Twitch said in its closure announcement, as we look into the future, we have decided to invest in broader tools and services that will help support and grow the entire music community on Twitch. Because of this, we have made the difficult decision to close Twitch Sings on January 1st, 2021. This community has inspired us with their talent and passion, and we thank you all for what you've given to Twitch Sings over the years. Now, Twitch has a music, or sorry, a general music category with about 3.6 million followers, and Twitch Sings only represents a small percentage of about uh, 161,000 followers. Yeah, which is minuscule, which is probably why they closed it, was because the the amount of money they were probably making off of you know Twitch sayings uh, probably wasn't even making up the costs of just running the service, let alone actually make them money. Yeah. Uh, and the top Twitch uh, sing stream currently only had 157 viewers. So. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, so they weren't, yeah, they were basically just flushing money down the drain with that. Yeah, exactly. So, sorry to anyone else that wanted to be on Twitch things, but let me guess you have a couple months left to make it big before they take it away. Uh, not likely. <laughs> you don't know. May, yeah, you're right, I don't. Maybe, you know, a bunch of people will come out of the woodwork and, you know, try to save Twitch things. I don't see it happening. Maybe. What do you got for a news article? So for those who haven't, you know, who've been living under a rock, because this thing's blown up, um, NVIDIA um, a few days ago revealed their uh, 30 series of GPUs. So their RTX GPU specifically. So we have the 3070, 3080, and 3090. Um, and, you know, linked in the show notes, it's going to be a really, uh, a pretty decent article from uh, GameSpot which, assuming they have their information correct, should give you kind of a, a sight on, you know, how well these cards may do, if you need to upgrade your power supply, how much, you know, you can afford with these cards. Um, one of the things that has spawned most of the memes and, you know, kind of got this stir crazy was the fact that the uh, RTX 3070, which is going to be, you know, the lowest end card in this initial release. Uh, we don't know if they're going to be releasing a 3060 uh, later on. But the 3070 is supposed to be or have more performance than the 2080 Ti at $500 compared to, you know, the $1,200, or I think it's down to maybe down to like $700 at this point because I think the price dropped. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the, these graphics cards are looking uh, really interesting. 
Um, I don't know if this article mentions it, but during the you know the the little release video they did, um, they discussed that one of the differences with the Ampere architecture is what this is called, um, is that rather than the game after being decompressed in system memory or sorry uh, system storage, then being sent to system memory and then from system memory being sent to the GPU, which you know, takes quite a while. Uh, instead, what they're doing is they're having the game decompressed in system storage and then sent to your GPU's memory, which is why if you look at these, they have you know, quite a lot of uh, you know, VRAM for you know, the cards that they are. Um, but that's why, you know, especially the 3090. Um, the 3090 is what they're kind of calling their Titan series card. So if you would like to give up a kidney for the 3090, uh, feel free to go ahead. Um, and Wait, selling for, kidneys for things is an option. Yeah, you can live with one kidney. Exactly, uh, you'll have I got to, two of them. Yeah, you'll have to cut some stuff out. You know, how you're dying, whatnot. Uh, and if you Whatever. if you end up with kidney failure, you're pretty much dead. But you know, it is an option. Uh, Good to know. But yeah, um, I don't remember if the 3070 has this, but I know the 30 and the 3090 have a 12 pin power connector. So anyone who's built a PC, you know that typically they'll have a six or eight pin connector. Um, they, these will have a 12 pin. Uh, do not worry. You won't have to you know, update your power supply. It's like if you have an 850 watt power supply. So you know you can run these, uh, but you don't have the adapter or the, you, don't, you don't have the, the connector for it. Don't worry. The cards are going to be sent with an adapter. So they'll require two eight pins, I believe, um, which will adapt into a 12 pin connector. And then for those with modular power supplies, I believe most of the you know, popular uh, power supply manufacturers uh, do plan on sending their customers um, a, a 12-pin cable. Hmm. So yeah. uh, the other day I came across a meme, and I meant to send it to you, but then I forgot. Uh, but I'm going to send it to you afterwards, and it, it's related to this. Okay. But it's funny. <laughs> But yeah, uh, the 3080 is releasing on the 17th. Uh, the 3090 is releasing, on, or sorry, the 17th of September, I should specify, for those not listening this month. Uh, the 3090 should be releasing on the 24th of September. And then the 3070 is going to be releasing on, you know, sometime during October. Uh, I don't think we've been given an exact date yet, but it will be sometime, you know, in the next month or so. So they say. So, so they say. Uh, I mean, they, they'd be shooting themselves in the foot if they delayed it. Uh, especially, especially considering that they've already put, put out two cards that have better performance. So they need a pretty decent reason as to why the lower end card is being delayed. That's fair. Oh, there's one. Sorry. Uh, that is one more thing I, I do want to mention about this. Um, for those who water cool your GPUs... Um, the founders, from, from what I've seen, the founders edition cards won't be going off of the reference cards. Um, the you know Nvidia is essentially becoming their own API, so or API, they're they're becoming their own little card manufacturer and and, and retailer. Um, so for those who are you know like to water cool your GPUs, uh, when you're looking for water blocks with these, um, until stated otherwise, try to look for. You know, if you look at the box or in the description, make sure it says, you know, uh, 
RTX 30, uh, RTX 38 or like you know uh, MSI RTX 3080 or uh, Nvidia RTX 3080 ready, um, because they you know that block is not a one size fits all. Uh, and we could thank AMD for that, or AMD Jesus uh, Nvidia. Thanks Nvidia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm excited. Uh, Glad you're excited, because to me, in all honesty, it's just a bunch of numbers and letters. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, do you know what graphics card you're running? Oh, uh, no. Okay. Well, I'm I'm running a sixteen hundred. Uh, I'm running. Yeah, I'm running a, a sixteen hundred uh, Nvidia GTX sixteen hundred. So I'm definitely kind of due for an upgrade at this point. Um, I mean, I can I can wait a while. Um, but I am very excited for this, and I'm really glad I didn't, you know, buy a new graphics card over the summer. Rest in peace, those who bought 2080 Ti's over the summer. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. You ready Listen, for this what review? I know about my computer is that I need uh, a Wi-Fi adapter instead of using the Ethernet cable because I'm pretty sure my cat one day is going to chew through it. Oh, uh, does your motherboard have onboard Wi-Fi? I wonder. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. I know that I have to, yeah, get a Wi-Fi adapter. Yeah. I mean, you can find them on the cheap. They're like 40 bucks on Amazon. Yeah. I think I if you want a yeah. decent one. I was like, I'm lazy. Uh, I feel that. But yeah. Yep. So all the, all the news articles will be linked in the show notes uh, if you would like to view them for yourself. And I, I don't know about you, Kat, but I'm ready to get on with this review. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Oh, it's a, it's a good thing. It's just this is a fun game. I I liked it. Uh, glad you did. <laughs> oh no, it's another one. It, it, it's different reasons. <laughs> it's got different reasons. Okay, I swear I don't hate everything. Uh, <laughs> oh goodness! All right, so this week we reviewed Remnant from the Ashes, originally released uh, August sixteenth of twenty nineteen. It was developed by Gunfire Games. Uh, published by Perfect World Entertainment is on basically all platforms. Uh, although it's only on Microsoft Windows for PC, so you know Macintosh and Linux boys. Sorry, um, it is an action adventure game, third person shooter. Uh, it's also considered a Souls like game uh, for those who play Dark Souls, um, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, Sekiro, Neo. You, you get the gist. It's that. It's that sort of game. However. Uh, you know, there is a saving grace to that, and I'll get to that here in a little bit. Is there though? There is. Okay. There's a, there's there's a big thing that I I think kind of gives it at least a fun edge, not necessarily a competitive edge. Uh, but you're you essentially play as a character that's that's referenced as the chosen one, which you know then I ask the question. So if you have a, multiple people in your parties that make you the chosen few, um. Mm-hmm. I think it makes you the chosen one and then the chosen ones chosen ones. <laughs> the chosen ones chosen ones, yes. Yeah. Uh, or so, they're posse. Or they're plus one. <laughs> so after surviving the apocalypse uh, caused by the root, uh, you're now determined to put an end to them by traveling to a tower that seems to be at the epicenter of the invasion. Um, I, uh, this game is fun. The, the story I'm kind of mad about, but... I could care less about the story because I get to kill stuff and kill big bosses, and it's it's fun. So, yeah, I definitely did like the fact that I could kill things. Lots. 
over and over. <laughs> that that uh, that I like. Yeah. So why did you not like it? Oh, we'll save that fun to the end. Can we first talk about the terrible uh, lip reading? Yes. Like, yes. Like, so the general graphics in this game I actually kind of liked. Uh, I liked the art style that they were doing with it. But good lord, the lip syncing. And I can't tell if it's if like the lip syncing is off because the animations are god awful or if it's, you know, the the lip syncing is off and therefore the animations. I'm pretty sure it's the first if it's the first one. I don't but, know. I really don't care. All I know is that when their mouth moves it's not making the right shapes for the sounds that are no, coming out of it. It makes squares at some points. Like when they open their yeah. jaw, there's just a square. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was, my first thought was maybe this was made in another language and then it was dubbed over. But I'm like, no. No. It's just bad. It's that bad. Yeah, Holy crap, is it ever bad? Yeah, it, it's rough. Um yeah, no. And, and and that's a shame because the voice acting is actually pretty decent. Um, mm-hmm. And the the music and sound effects are done really well. Uh, they don't take away from the game. And in fact, during boss fights especially, they kind of immerse you into it. I think, yeah, um, the music definitely immerses you into it. Yeah. Like, and the, I guess the nice part about the mouth animations is that you don't get it all the time. So it's not constantly taking you away from the fun. Yeah, but it's still, that's... Yeah. I mean, in this day and age... Mm-hmm. You can't get away with really bad lip sync and, and mouth animations. Definitely. Um, unless you're intentionally doing so. And then that changes the entire mood of the game. Yeah, but I don't feel like that was the mood they were trying to create. Oh, no, that's not. I feel like no. someone dropped the ball big time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can um, we uh, talk about the sad character creator? <laughs> I was yeah. so disappointed. Yeah, I was like, okay, character creation. Wait, this is it? Oh, okay. Hairstyle, hair color, eye color. I think there's, what, like I don't, six, six faces to choose from? I couldn't even remember if there was any you know, other faces. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, oh, and skin tone. Um, yeah. Then there's, like, a couple of scars you can choose, and then four voices you can choose from. Not that I really care all that much about voices, but four. <laughs> four. <laughs> It's a it's character customization ripped straight from like you know the mid two thousands. Well, thrift store character customization. Thrift it's store not a lot of customization. Options. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, no. The tutorial I thought was well really well done. Yeah, I liked it. Um, can we just talk about how you died and then like you were getting swarmed and then they <laughs> magically just hey you're alive buddy hold on it's. I hate I hate when games do that. I hate where they put a character in like a clearly unwinnable situation. Like, okay, wow, this guy's gonna die. This will be interesting. Blacked out. Okay, yep, he's completely swarmed. They are probably ripping him to pieces. Oh, I'm awake. Oh, I'm apparently still alive. Even and I though, still have all the loot that I collected. Right. Even though that dude, uh, you know that that dude took basically two acts of the chest and then just kind of slumped over and died. They couldn't save him, apparently. <laughs> it's it's weird because like it doesn't explain to you that you need to loot or anything beforehand to upgrade weapons so you can move on further. But I found with my base weapons trying to uh make it like even in the first section to the to the subway, I couldn't do it. I had to upgrade my weapons. Uh, and I died a couple of times. I mean, I know that I suck at these kinds of games anyways, 
but they don't give you an easy option. So, yeah, they do. There's there's like easy, normal, and hard, isn't there? Nope, there's just normal. Huh. Mm-hmm. Demure, I tried. Yeah, so I didn't have as hard of a time early game. Um, in fact, the only time I really kind of ran into an issue early game before I started playing on a buddy of mine's world um, is when you get to the first dungeon, you have these little, like, gremlin-looking things uh, and these exploding little mushroom gremlin things uh, that chase you around. And I was doing okay with those because, you know, they, they kind of swarm you if you, don't, if you don't know what to expect. Uh, and I was doing okay until there was this very tall uh, root that had, like, two swords. And basically, when its swords were drawn up, you couldn't uh, shoot it with anything, which me playing as the gun-focused class, uh, that kind of, you know, shot me in the foot. <laughs> See what I did there? Shit. I, I got so funny. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, so, and then once I started fighting him, I attracted like five of these little gremlins. I just kind of, got kind of swarmed. But yeah, then once I started playing in Buddy's World, uh, we were doing just fine. Must be nice to have friends so you can play with them. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. lost. I lost my train of thought. Wow. Sorry. Can someone play that Hank Hill or the King of the Hill voice line? That's just yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah, no. Um. I don't know why. Maybe you do have to just kind of grind out the game and upgrade early, but I wouldn't imagine that you need to early game. Okay. Well, for us who suck, <laughs> we do. <laughs> All right. Um. I guess that, you know, my long-winded story kind of ties into the multiplayer uh, aspect of it. Uh, the multiplayer is a lot of fun, actually. Um, so you join, so either someone joins your world or you join someone else's world. Uh, and then you can kind of play around and mess around on their stuff. However, any story progress, now you keep your levels and your gear that you've gotten there and whatnot, but any story progress that you make on their world does not transfer to yours. So if you're like me and you were just past the tutorial, or a, a little past the tutorial, I should say, because I made it to like the first dungeon, and then you go onto your buddy's world and you guys get to like this deserty looking planet, um, you when you go back to your world, you're gonna still be at that like first dungeon, and you're gonna be really overpowered, and it was fun. I bet. <laughs> Mind me just being bitter over here. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I tried so many times. I know. Yeah. For so we we tried playing like oh I think there were like three separate days where we tried getting together playing and something always mm -hmm. came up and and kept us from playing uh, together. Which sucked because I think yeah. it would have made it a lot more fun to actually play. It actually isn't that much fun playing alone. In all honesty, in my opinion. But. Yeah. No. Um. It's it. This is definitely a game that I would say that if you have friends to play with, um. Definitely try to play with them because this game isn't, I mean, it's still fun by yourself, but it is not as fun, uh, especially when you have the, you know, wacky friends that I do that just make everything into a joke. And it can get really funny sometimes when uh, you get dumpstered by a boss. Like the first, the first boss we came across, you know, we got to a checkpoint. I was like, oh, is that a fog door? I'm like, wow, this really is just a copy of Dark Souls with guns. 
And Matt's like, yeah, it is. I'm like, why should there be a boss behind her? He's like, there's, nah, there's no way. It's probably just a weird fog door. We enter it. It's a boss cutscene, and I'm just laughing. And he's like, oh, no. And then we died. Oh, no. Yeah, the, the boss is tough, um, especially because he does this roar that spawns those kind of explodey mushroom things I was talking about earlier. So oh, the initial yeah. explosion damages you. And then they, you know, and, and kind of stuns you for a bit. And then they produce this toxic gas that will infect you and send you into coughing fits if you, if you get infected. And so if you have like two of those um, hit you with their explosion, you're pretty much dead. And the boss will usually come in and swing at you and you know, finish you off. Finish. Finish him. Yep. yep yeah. No, I died. I died probably a solid 20 times. I don't know. Probably like 15 times. On my way to the subway. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, yeah. It was it was rough. Um, I died like playing by myself, even with a bolt action rifle. I died a few times to the to the first boss you run into. Um Is that making it to the subway or is that just the first boss? That's the first boss. So in order to get to the subway, you have to travel through a, a, a small dungeon. I think you're actually in there. Um and then you'll encounter your first boss there. Then when you surface from there and continue exploring, you'll eventually make it to the subway. Uh, but you have to go through a tunnel system, a little tunnel dungeon, and then arrive on the surface, and then that little surface area will take you to the subway. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, um, so beginning of the game, there's kind of three classes that you can choose from. Um, I do want to mention that just because you choose these classes does not mean you're locked in them. You know, I with me picking the hunter, I could definitely go a uh, scrapper if I wanted to. Um, because eventually you you can either I think you can buy the first few traits that you get with the starters, you know, at Ward 13, which is kind of your home location. Uh, but you can also just get traits randomly as you play through the game. Um Back to my topic because I got sidetracked. Um, so the, the three classes are Hunter, Scrapper, and Ex-Cultist. So the Hunter, uh, you know, most of these guys come with you know, you know, different armors and different weapons. But again, you can buy those uh, at Ward 313 or Ward 113. Is it 313? I thought it was just Ward 13. Ward 13. I'm all over the place today. Putting um, one extra digit in there and I don't know why. Right. I was thinking 113 because I think that's, uh, was it John 113 from Halo? I thought you were going to say the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Never played Halo. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no, uh, so, so the Hunter comes with uh, the Shadow Walker trait, which reduces enemy aggro as you level it up. Um, he also comes with the Hunter's Mark mod, uh, which when attached to a gun and activated will mark all enemies within 40 meters of the caster. And increases the critical hit chance against marked enemies by 100%. Uh, and if you're looking to kind of specialize in guns early game, uh, he's kind of, you know, or the, that class is kind of the one that you want to go with. Um, Scrapper comes with the warrior trait, which increases melee damage. Uh, comes with the hotshot mod that makes your uh, bullets set enemies on fire. Um, and he's, you know, kind of good for close range combat. I'm sorry. There's a mod that'll light my enemies on fire? Yes. Do you not, do you not equip it? it? No. <laughs> oh, I missed that. Oops. Is uh, it stupid now? 
Yeah, and then you have the Ex-Cultist, which uh, comes with, personally, you know, what I think is the coolest looking arm in the game. Um, he comes with a Spirit Trait, which increases mod power generation. Um, and he also comes with the Mender's Aura Mod, which uh, acts as an AoE heal. So if you want to play kind of a support class for the early game, uh, probably go with him, uh, especially because with how mods are in this game. Uh, unless you don't have friends to play with, then there's no point in playing a support. Right. Yeah. So I uh, wish that I had paid better attention when that was explained in the tutorial. Right. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I never learned to read. Third grade level is what I tell Logan. Right. But yeah, uh, yeah. As as we kind of talked about before, the the game is kind of a mix of dungeon crawling, um, with some kind of open world explanation or exploration. The you know it's not necessarily open world, but you know they it, you know, there's a lot of exploration kind of when you're not in the the dungeony areas. Um, and there's also a lot of really fun boss battles thrown in there, especially when you're kind of not expecting it. Um. Like, we, we walked into one and we figured it was just kind of a cutscene because sometimes they do that. Uh, they'll have a fog gate that's just there for a cutscene, nothing else. And all of a sudden, we were being attacked by a dragon um, that huh. killed us a few times. How many times? Uh, like three before. So, b- before we encountered it, we got a ring that was, uh, I think it's like the Admiral's Ring or something that increased the damage you took. By 300%. Ooh. And increase the damage you dealt by 15%. And what? so... What? So as a joke, uh, we were just going to, you know, go and, uh, you know, run it, you know, run against the boss. Because why not? And so... We, uh, you know, we, we did that a few times. And we, yeah, we got our butts kicked. Um, the dragon could actually just one-shot us with anything you don't that say it did. with 300% damage. Yeah. It was... Jesus. Yeah. And then once we took the ring off, uh, we, we, we managed to kill it. Why would you set yourself up for such a disadvantage? Because, for no reason. Because we were curious to see if we could do it. We wanted to try. And then we realized it was like 11.30 at night. And we were like, yeah, we probably won't be up all night trying to do this. Let's just end it. You guys are weird. You're weird. I know. Okay, then. Here I am sitting dying, not realizing that I had a friggin' mod. <laughs> no, yeah, but once you... So once you activate the mod, uh, it, it will have to recharge. Uh, so, um, and it doesn't stay forever. Okay, so then it probably wouldn't have helped me that much. Probably not. Hmm. Well... Good to know for the future when I don't play this game again. All right. They really oh, should have were... an easy mode. Why? Because I'm bad at it. Just play it more and get better at it. I don't want to. There's <laughs> other things, other games I'd rather play. Fair enough. You're just... Things you... I'd rather do, like clean the toilet. <laughs> Cook. Goodness. <laughs> clean the toilet doesn't kill me, okay? Right. Um, so yeah, so you, for, so you, you may not be the target audience. Um, no, what? 
And it's so like, what, what all did you not like about the game? Uh, first, that there was uh, no easy mode to start it off with. Okay. Second, it felt like sometimes with the amount of like enemies that you had in a mob all coming at you at once, it felt like it outweighed your level almost. Because they would come at you. Um, yeah. It made it really, you know, not fun. Also, cool. one thing that I don't didn't like was they don't explain the different kinds of monsters, I guess, to you. Right. Like the one that teleported. Whatever that one was called. Yeah, the, the archer. Yeah. Didn't explain anything. Well, so, so, and that, that's what I get into with the, with the Souls-like. Um, so this is this is a Souls like game. So the information in Souls like games is typically either need to know or you just kind of figure it out either by reading lore material or just kind of again dying to it over and over until you figure it out. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, so the the and it's going to pose a challenge. So the enemies are going to be super aggressive. They are going to you know they're not going to tell you kind of what the thing's weakness is. Especially because like, there's not really any distinct weaknesses besides shoot in the head to do more damage and you know light them on fire if they're not you know already on fire. Like there's a a type of root called an emulator that just actually lights itself on fire and that comes hurtling towards you. Um, but with that being said, I, I think it's a, I think it's a little more forgiving than you know other souls likes because of the fact that it doesn't punish you for death. Um, no, but at the same time, it also punishes you for going back and uh, going back to the checkpoint to be proactive. What do you mean? So, because I started looting after the first couple of deaths, I would uh-huh. go and I would loot and I would kill the easy ones and then I would go back and I would upgrade my weapon. But it will, it will respawn all of the enemies that you've already killed even though you didn't die. Yeah, so the uh, Jedi Fallen Stupid. Order... Did the exact same thing. When you go, went to the meditation points, uh, it would respawn the enemies. Bro, that was so long ago. I don't even remember. <laughs> but if I Jedi do remember correctly, I didn't like that game either. So. I don't think you hate it. I don't hate this game. I just don't like it. <laughs> but yeah, no. So yeah. So the, the checkpoint service bonfires to those who played Souls games. And yeah. So what they do is they reset the world state. They're really good at being chased by a bunch of enemies that can one-shot you. And you need to quickly reset the world state so you can try sneaking again. It's dumb. It's dumb, 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 dumb. <laughs> it's not dumb. It's kind of dumb. It's not. A little bit. Smidge. Smidge and a half, maybe. And speaking of comparisons to uh, Dark Souls, uh, you also have a version of an Estes Flask called a Dragon Heart. Uh, you start off with three. I'm not completely sure how you get more because I haven't made it too... Uh, sadly, I haven't made it too terribly far into the game. Um, and then, you know, you pop these, they take about as long as, you know, they usually do in, 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 uh, Souls-like games. Think more of like Dark Souls 2 speeds, you know, how it just takes forever and you move slow and it's, yeah. Um, and then there's also a handful of consumables. There's blood wart, which, uh, kind of acts as a steady, you know, a, a steady regeneration for a set amount of time. 30 seconds. That's it. That's pretty long in a battle. Yeah, no, it's not. I mean, most especially, of your battles... Especially when you take into consideration that the dragon heart, you can't just use it quickly. It takes forever to take out and actually put it to your freaking heart yeah. and absorb the light or the, yeah, the health out of it. 
Yeah. So yeah. So souls like dumb, dumb, dumb. Souls likes typically make their heal, make their you know the regenerative healing items like what uh, you know the the refillable uh, healing items like your SS flasks and Stark souls, your um, mold stim things and Jedi phone order, uh, and you know dragon hearts and this where you need to use them at specific times you know because you know they're gonna take a second to you know actually work, um, and so you can't you know just automatically pop and have all your stuff instantly healed like the, you know games like Dragon Age um, or other you know video games you know, like that like Minecraft um, Minecraft's easy yeah well <laughs> again this game is supposed to be challenging you know they they yeah, have designed they it to make it difficult uh but I I don't think that it's a bad difficulty though no but they should have it easy easy easy, easy, <laughs> easy option just well, fun, funny enough, there were there was a discussion about whether dark the Dark Souls games should have an easy mode or not. All games should have an easy mode if they want to broaden their demographic. And just saying, right? But especially if you have a game like the Soul series that has such a huge cult following, there's no need to broaden your your you know demographic. Why money, 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 money? Because then you lose the feel of what the game's, you know, initial popularity, what gained the game's initial popularity. You know, the Dark Souls games were, you know, Dark Souls 1, when it it was released, was extremely difficult. And it was, uh, you know, created as a, you know, almost like a modern, you know, a modern title with old school kind of like, you know, Nintendo and, you know, SNES difficulty. You know, it doesn't hold your hand. I realize I sound like. What? Freaking millennial. What? I sound like a millennial. One easy (laughs) mode. Mm. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But yeah, no. So it's, I I can kind of see how it could be frustrating, but I've also played enough of these either by peer pressure from my friends or out of actual interest that, you know, I've kind of gotten good. (laughs) What? You get good? You got good? Yeah, I got I got good. Is that why you're leaving? No. <laughs> oh no. So if that's the, that's what it takes, I'm gonna be stuck here forever. Right. <laughs> How long have you been here? Well, let's see. It was ten years, twenty years ago. So uh, yep. Yep. I'm bad at games. Yeah. Now, one legitimate complaint I do have for this game is the fact that the this kind of has the where the heck that I, you know, where the heck do I go syndrome that some yep. games have. Where so there's not a clear objective marker for where they want you to go. Um, and the map doesn't do a whole lot. Like you can't, you know, hover over it and see certain icons. It just, or see descriptions of icons. It just kind of puts an icon there. Um, yeah. And so it, I, it unlocks I, more of the map as you walk through. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm used to that. You know, I, I, don't, I don't mind that. But it, it's the fact that there's a lack of information in the map. Um, mm-hmm. especially especially in a game that has exploration uh, and whatnot. You know, I, I do like to see kind of what the, you know, what the, at, at least a legend. Give me a legend. Uh, I could do with not being able to move around the map and you know, see what all's there, but at least tell me what the icons mean. Um, but yeah, so I mean, be, beyond that, there's really not a whole lot of complaints I have for this game. I'm... 
retaking my stance on this game because I realize how spoiled and privileged I sound. <laughs> You'll have to retake your stance. It's just not my kind of game. There you go. Like I said before, you're not necessarily the, the demographic that they're aiming for. You don't say. <laughs> oh, man. Um, If you do want to pick up this game, so uh, this game was free on Epic uh, a couple weeks ago, I think. Um, And if you didn't pick it up for free then, uh, there is, and, and you want the DLC that they've recently released for it, there is a complete edition out there that has the two kind of uh, additional additional story expansions that they have for the game. Uh, beyond that, I think the just base game is like 30 bucks. It was like 45 here in Canada. Oh, right. Well, that's because your money's loony. Your money's loony. And but no. you can get it on the uh, game, game, jeez. Uh, Xbox, Xbox game, game store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't speak um, for free. Well, if you have Xbox Game Pass, but. Which is $5 a month on PC. Yeah. You should get it. It's, it's, it's cheap and there's a lot of games. This is the Outer Worlds. You can play the Outer Worlds. Ah, such a good game. Still that was actually it. a good game. Yeah. So it looks like it's 40 bucks uh, American. Uh, at least on Epic. Mm. So pricey for nothing. You get a lot of stuff with this game. What are you talking about? Nothing but headaches and death. No, it's it's fun. I think uh, you probably would have enjoyed, enjoyed it a lot more if you had someone else to play it with. Yeah. If only I had a friend to play it with. <coughs> we tried. I know. You can't blame me. I know. <laughs> we tried I just wanted something to be occasions. your fault. <laughs> I just wanted something to be your fault. Okay. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, anything else you kind of want to want to touch on before we get into the final opinions? Uh, the root is basically Groot. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember the first time I saw him. Like, wait, I'm fighting she people. That was and, my first thought. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm sitting here like, wow, I kind of want to make a mod that now replaces like all the voice lines uh from the root enemies to, I am Groot. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> Somebody please make this. I will play this game. <laughs> if that's what they say. Oh, and for those who've been living under a rock, um, Groot is from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, voiced by Vin Diesel. Uh, of, of all people. Yeah. And he has one line. And he has multiple you know, multiple lines. Uh, but he has actually you know, one, one phrase. You, one unique line in the entire thing. It's I am Groot. But I mean, he says it so many different ways and it works. Right. And apparently there's a language behind it. It's, it's funny. At least Rocket understands. Right. By the way, if you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy already, go watch it. It's amazing. And the second one was really good too. We're giving movie reviews now. Uh, so I started right. watching, yeah, uh, some of the Avengers movies. Yeah. I watched, um, well, today, yeah, with my kids or with my son, I watched Endgame and he had already seen it. And I had oh. So, oh, no. Yeah, he came and started watching in the last, like, 45 minutes. He's like, oh, yeah, this person dies. I'm like, thanks, bud. <laughs> thanks. Oh, one of my roommates um, hasn't seen Endgame yet. When we asked him why, he's like, oh, because at one point someone spoiled it for me. And he's like, I already kind of figured this was the ending, but they kind of confirmed what happened at the end. And I, there's no reason for me to watch it now. And then yesterday, um, when my mom was still here, we watched Ragnarok. 
And she was telling me how it directed by, oh, how do you pronounce the name? Taika Waititi. Okay. And I love him. Have you ever seen What We Do in the Shadows? Uh, repeat that one more time. Have you ever seen What We Do in the Shadows? No. <gasps> Kaden. It is the funniest bleeping movie ever. <laughs> okay. Seriously. Did, did you watch Ragnarok? Yes. Okay. So you know, oh, what's his name? The, the rock character. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Taika Waititi. Oh. And he directed the film. And that's his sense of humor. That's the kind of sense of humor you can expect by watching uh, What We Do in the Shadows. It is oh, nice. so funny. If you oh, have nice. Netflix, watch it. Okay. I may check that out. It is. Yeah. It's amazing. 10 <laughs> out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> At least something I would recommend this episode. Right. You are you saying you wouldn't recommend this game? To people like me, no. And how would you describe people like you? I mean, yeah. I don't know how I would describe them. Oh yeah, how would you describe people like me, Caden? <laughs> how would you describe Fantastic people, like people who invigorate the gaming community? Uh-huh. Okay, sure. I'll take that. We'll take that. <laughs> It didn't oh, sound man. sincere at all, but <laughs> I'll take it anyways. Oh man! Oh, and one one final thing on the on the multiplayer. Um, as as uh, we found out trying to trying to play together, um, there is no crossplay. So if you're on mm. PC and you have a friend on console, sadly, you guys will have to be like Rose and whatever his name is from the Titanic, and one of you is sinking. Jack, and- really? Jack, yeah. Whatever his name is from the Titanic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Listen, I'm so man. I'm disappointed in you right now. Listen, man. It's been a week. I am. I am not all there. Still, out of all of the the, the people in that movie, out of all of the famous quotes you could remember from that movie, Rose's name isn't in any of them. But you remember her name. But then there's a quote: "Paint me like one of your French girls, Jack," and you don't remember that. That's because she, you know, she claimed the victory. She won that battle. He, I mean, she won that battle. From what I can, from what I can recall, she survived. Yeah, from what I can recall, he's the one who drowned because he couldn't hold on to a piece of furniture. No, it's to to save her. God. Yeah, he looked. I mean, it looked be floating pretty fine while he was holding on to that. Just have her hold on to his hands. Okay, yeah, but he still would have died of hypothermia. He would have had to have gotten onto it, which would have made it sink. Yeah, I would have pushed her off and then climbed onto it. That's why you're still single. <laughs> oh, that's why I'm still single. No, uh, for so many other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on before this gets too personal. <laughs> So all of Caden's uh, secrets are blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know oh. any of them. Uh, I don't think I have any secrets. Uh, so <laughs> what were your final opinions on this, cat? Um, For me personally, didn't like it. Probably not going to play it again unless somebody does create a mod uh, that will change all of the Root's voices to Groot saying, I am Groot. Then I will. 100%. But uh, taking that out of consideration, 
for the type of gamer that it is, if I also take away points for the uh, mouth stuff. <laughs> the mouth, the awful mouth animations. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, probably about a 6 out of 10. Okay. I can respect that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What about um, you? So, I mean, I, I like the game. Uh, it's it's definitely a little more fun with friends than by yourself. But, I mean, you could get through it by yourself. Um, I thought the combat was really fluid. Um, the, you know, the, the music was fine. The animation was god-awful. Um, I mean, just overall, it seemed like a pretty fun game. Um, I like the, the fact that, you know, even the normal difficulty had some challenge to it. Uh, you know, you definitely... Panicking is the last thing you want to do in this game. Um, when, when you, yeah, when you panic, you get punished. You get punished hard. Um, I also like the fact that they're, you know, it, it seems like the the trend in Souls likes of you losing everything when you die is going away. Um, because I absolutely hated that mechanic in all the other ones. Uh, so that definitely they definitely get some props from me from that. Um, so I think overall, I'd probably give it. Seven point five out of ten. See, I thought you were going to rate it higher than that. No, I mean it's nothing groundbreaking, but I mean it's a fun, it's a fun game. All right, I can respect that. It, I think it, I think if the storyline, which would be, by the way, the reason we didn't cover much of it is because there's not really much storyline to go on. Um, I think if the storyline was a little richer, um, then maybe, but. You know, with with the story being kind of like it is, eh. I mean, it's probably a good thing that the story is kind of like it is because that would mean that there's probably more cutscenes, which means we have to look at the bad mouthing. Oh, fair. Oh, you, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, there's two of us. Yeah, yeah. You make a you make a good point. Yes, first time. <laughs> uh. And it's recorded so I can tell people and have evidence. Right. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, so what are we re- reviewing? Uh, apparently my mouth's trying to mimic the animations. What are we reviewing next week, Kat? <laughs> next week, we're going to review Tell Me Why. And there's going to be a lot of uh, Backstreet Boy jokes because, you know. <laughs> tell me why. Oh, God. <laughs> you need to go on Twitch Sings before it ends, Caden. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I need to do what? Go on Twitch Sings before it ends. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> but you have to sing that song specifically. All right. All yeah. right. Uh, so uh, basically the summary of this game is it's set in a small Alaskan town. Uh, and you at the heart of the mystery and into in an intimate true-to-life story where twins Tyler and Allison use their extraordinary bond to unravel memories of a loving but troubled childhood. Mm. It actually looks like fun, though. And I picked it, so it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see uh, how it goes. It's, uh, I think it's made by the same studio that made the Life is Strange games. Um, so, as long as it doesn't involve time travel, I'm okay. Yeah, I've, I've had issues with time travel lately. We're not yeah. going to get into that. <laughs> but if you would yeah. like to get into that, you can come hang out with us uh, in Discord or leave us some feedback. I just joined the Creative Brain Candy Discord server by going to our website at badgamersanonymous.com and click the link in the right top, right top, top right corner. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Stop laughing at me. I can hear you laughing at me. 
Sorry. I hate you. Well, that's that's all she wrote. So. <laughs> oh, hope you have a good one, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Bad Gamers Anonymous. Follow Bad Gamers Anonymous on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Bad Gamers Anonymous podcast, on Instagram at Bad Gamers Anonymous, and on Twitter at, at Bad Gamers Anon. You can contact Bad Gamers Anonymous by emailing badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. Bad Gamers Anonymous is hosted by Kat and Austin, edited by Arturo Garcia, and produced by Jason Mixon and James Geem. <laughs>